Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. CareerBuilder is made for people who have that thing. You know, those superpowers that make you good at your job. The skills you bring to work. And CareerBuilder knows those skills make you right for other jobs, too. Higher-paying jobs with benefits. Jobs you never thought of trying. Are you a people person? Work from home as a customer service rep. Are you organized and like driving? Become a delivery driver. You have the skills it takes, and CareerBuilder.com has the jobs to get you hired fast. Visit CareerBuilder.com. Y'all never mind me. Hey, everybody. I was thinking about uh, during this time of the year, the holiday season, thinking about, of course, um, for me and people who who are Christian or uh, Jewish people or people who are just believers in general in uh, Jesus and um, the God triune and all of that time of the year is uh, the time that we choose to celebrate the birth of Christ. And we choose to celebrate that, believing that Jesus was born uh, with a specific purpose, and that is to redeem mankind from sin and to make us acceptable unto God once again by his life, his death, and his resurrection, what we believe. Um, but what I what I was thinking about today, during this time of the year, I was really thinking about the the example of Jesus, not not just what he came to do, which is imperatively important, but the example. And I thought about it on a bunch of different uh, angles. And of course, over my lifetime, I've heard uh, a ton of different messages uh, about Jesus and his ministry and his life and a bunch of different uh, articles, books and testimonials about interactions with Jesus, but I was thinking about Jesus as uh, an example, an example for social justice and how what what was pointed out earlier in the Bible in the Old Testament, even before Jesus's uh, birth, was it was God attempting to make Adam and Eve and later on uh, the children of Israel to make them as a people, a just people, a people that were fair, a people that were honest, a people that were kind to one another, a people that were kind to their str- the strangers, kind to the widows, kind to the foreigners, the alien people that were from other countries that, uh, came into uh, the territories occupied by the children of Israel and time and time again, you know, the children of Israel failed and time and time again, God made a plan to reach out to them to, to redeem them as a people, that family, those, that lineage of Abraham. And after, after the, the exile, the Babylonian exile, you read about how God began to uh, say that I, I'm not going to have my spirit in the temple or in tents or anything. I'm going to put it inside of um, 
inside of men, I believe it was at that point. But what Jesus did was showed us an example how that how that person would be. Um, how that person would interact with other people, how he interacted with the the tax collectors, how he interacted with the woman at the well. And what, what I, what I think most want to think about that story specifically is that he, he was in his, he would have been well within his rights to declare all that the woman had done from a sin perspective, all that she had done and all that she had, you know, failed according to the law at that time. And he didn't. He he spoke to the woman and she mentioned something about her husband and he told her that she had five husbands and began to lay out the story for her. And it was very interesting because at any moment in time, he could have been well within his rights to, you know, to just dismiss her, but he didn't. And I was thinking mostly about how 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 we can use his example in our in our everyday lives because his example was not one of doing things that was impossible for anyone else to do I believe and I believe that even in regard to to the miracles because he even said to the disciples greater works than these shall ye do in my name so everything that they they saw him do he said even greater things that they would do in his name. And in my lifetime, I haven't seen the greater things or I haven't been aware of the greater things, but I do believe that people have, have done those or greater things because if he, if, if they didn't, then that would make him a liar. And I don't believe him to be a liar, but the example that I love is one that I kind of, equate to how people treat each other around the holiday season. It was one of changing how you approach the situation, not necessarily changing people because he didn't go around scrambling people's minds. He, he changed the way he treated people as an individual. And I think that example of changing how we treat people as individuals is one of the, the best ways that we can a, emulate his example and his ministry, and B, change the world around us. I think that his example was a was a, a phenomenal roadmap on how to bring heaven on earth. That you can change people one at a time, and it starts with you. It starts with how you treat people, how you approach situations. It starts with how you think about situations and even how you address things that are good or evil or not. Well, we won't say evil, how you address things that are good or not good for you in your everyday life. And many people would have said, as they did say, that Jesus teaching on the Sabbath was a bad thing and, you know, we shouldn't do that and how they wanted him to stone the woman and he wouldn't stone the woman and it was alluded that he, well, Jesus said when they asked him to stone the woman, let him without sin cast the first stone. 
And many people believe that it was uh, Jesus's way of saying that all have sinned and, you know, we can we can forgive her and restore her and keep moving on. And even others have said that um, her sin, which was adultery, all the other people who were accusing her were guilty of that as well. So they were, again, uh, on a more direct level, unable to cast a stone because they had done the very same thing. And I think his example was such a profound way to live a life, to live a life that was selfless, to live a life that was not a separatist life. He he was found in the company of people that many people would think that, oh, if you're around those people, there's you're a, you're a bad person because there's no there's nothing redeemable in those people. The tax collector and, you know, the different people, there's nothing redeemable about these people, the sick people. There's nothing redeemable. What is done is done. And he set an example by saying that not only is there value in these people, but they are redeemable. And you can reach them by not bashing them. You can reach them by reaching out to them, by being there, by not being afraid to be in their presence, by being being who you are, not conforming, being very much who you are in fullness and reaching out to those people who need who need a hand. And I think that that's a that's a profound example, especially when I think of the holiday season. That's that's what I think of. That's what I love most about it, because people are more more like this Christ example, more more accommodating. They're more they're more apt to give, to be selfless. They're more apt to be forgiving in most cases. They're more apt to be open to people who you thought were irredeemable to become valid and to be worth something. The people, the poor people and the hungry people and the children and the widows at this time of year, people look out for them. And especially in the state like uh, Wisconsin here, when it gets cold, there are tons of programs that, that offer coats that offer help with, uh, paying your, your utility bills so you can keep the, the power on and the heat on. Uh, the shelters, they do as much as they can. I know they run max capacity, but then sometimes churches open or sometimes other facilities are open just so people aren't on the street. And I know that the police do uh, patrols from time to time just looking for, for homeless people to make sure that there's not a case where people freeze to death on the street. So I think that even even at this time of year, just it feels good to see people being kind to one another. But I know for me, I equate that directly to the example that Christ laid for us, the example that we can be a better version of humanity. We can be a a more perfect version of what we were created to be. And that's helpers one to another helpers for for big things as well as small things. And that's that's why I enjoy the Christmas season. It's not about the giving gifts, even though I think that that's phenomenal because it's another way for us to put into practice the example of being selfless, to give of ourselves, to give gifts, to share to share all things with one another. A lot of the things that Jesus did was uh, commune with people, have conversations with people, break bread with people, literally, and eat with people, literally, to show people that you 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 matter, 
there is something something valuable in the human contact and the human interaction that we we have with one another that we offer one another that we can give each other that's that I don't think you can you can you can replace any other way and I think that that's such a, a phenomenal lesson to have have left uh, apart from all the other lessons that he taught just that example that he left of we can work together we can we can make we can make the world a better place not by grand changes and by by war and by you know destruction but by reaching out to one another being kind to one another consistently being fair to one another consistently being just to one another consistently and i think that if we're able to do that then we can change the world even if the world that we change is the world that 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 encompasses us the people that we interact our personal world our little section of the world even if it's not the the world as a whole that's how you can change that's the biggest change that you can make you can change you and spread that out to other people be kind to everyone in your circle be kind to the people that a couple years ago you may not have been kind to forgive people that that have you know wronged you ask for forgiveness when you have the opportunity for people you may have wronged have a clear slate and i think that's what i believe that that's part of the example that jesus laid so i'm thankful for that during this holiday season that there was an example laid out for me and for everyone that we can follow and that's that's an even an even greater part of the gift of his birth so I can celebrate that at Christmas time, but not just at Christmas time, throughout the entire year. But it feels even better to know that there are other people at this time of year who are doing who are doing the exact same thing, who are spreading that goodness, who are spreading that kindness, who are spreading that that infectious love, that love that says that I I know exactly what you did or I know exactly what you deserve, but instead of giving you what you deserve, I'll give you what you need, which is forgiveness restoration and you know a chance to move on chance to be whole a chance to be completed again to know that that yes you made a mistake but the mistake isn't you you are not the mistake you are not trash because of the the action that you took that that was wrong there's hope for you but in order to receive that hope all you have to do is receive what i'm telling you receive the the forgiveness and receive the restoration and don't do it again pursue forward be forgiven and be free and i i think that's a, a phenomenal example so i'm thankful for that and many other things at, at christmas but that was a those were the thoughts that were on my mind for today so again with big thoughts like these it you know i i, I try to keep it within a certain time frame so I look forward to uh, hearing again your dialogue and your thoughts on what what you what you think about during the holiday season and what you find to be the most uh, profound thing about the holiday experience. And uh, yeah, that's what I got. Thank you. Facebook's safety teams protect billions of people each month. 
They lead the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested more than $13 billion in the last five years, quadrupling their safety and security teams to 40,000 people and investing in industry-leading AI technology to enhance safety on their platforms. It's working. Over the last several months, they've taken action on 1.7 billion fake accounts, 51.7 million violent and graphic posts, 62 million explicit adult posts, 9.3 million drugs and firearms sales posts. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Keeping your feed safe will continue to be everyone's priority at Facebook. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety.